Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Paula with our first episode of the season. So happy new year to everyone and welcome to season eight. This season, we are chatting with some dynamic women leaders in all different industries and even entrepreneurs. Our first guest of the season, I will introduce uh, her to you in just a minute, but you know how we do it here on Coffee Chit Chat. Let's shout out our coffee of the week. And it is a white chocolate mocha latte. So be sure to grab one from your favorite coffee shop. Our first guest of the season is Miss Sharon Jones. And she has become one of our most beloved guests on Coffee Chit Chat. Sharon was born in the city of Shreveport, Louisiana, but raised in the rural area of Cachetta, Louisiana, my home state. Sharon currently resides in California and is a licensed marriage and family therapist. She has a work experience of over 30 years. She has experience providing services and support to diverse communities on suicide prevention and stigma reduction. Sharon has taken her experience and developed Alabaster Moments Consultant LLC, where she provides counseling, coaching, custom courses, training, and workshops. Welcome back to the show, Sharon, and let's talk about Alabaster Moments. So, yes. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, what was your uh, vision when you created your consultant business? My vision was to align my life, you know, with, with the purpose of helping people. And the vision was to expand helping for people. Uh, I usually do clinical services, so moving beyond from clinical services to support groups, to workshops, to coaching and uh, to training to open up more pathways to help people. Uh, sometimes people are not that interested in going to clinical uh, services or counseling, but they may go to a workshop or they might possibly go to a training. And so expanding the vision of helping more people and diversifying the ways of helping them. I love it. And what services do you provide? I know you told us a few in uh, your vision, but what services do you provide to your clients? Well, of course, clinical services and of course, one-on-one coaching, usually with the focus of empowerment and building self-confidence and self-esteem and setting a vision for their life so that they can breathe easier in life and so that they can really thrive in life. I also do support groups with faith-based communities because oftentimes the church setting is where individuals go when they're feeling down and burdened. And so being able uh, to connect the importance of getting wellness and mental health uh, through the faith community as well. And of course, I do trainings, different trainings uh, for different groups of people or different organizations. And so it can go on and on. I just try to tailor it and custom uh, it to whatever people are in need of. That is awesome. And I love how you said you just like want to give people a space to breathe. I love that. So let everyone know what alabaster means to you. What alabaster means to me, it's kind of metaphorical. What it means is that we are all precious gems. And alabaster can be uh, compared to our body, our body temple, meaning that within us, we hold greatness. We hold potential. We hold possibility. And so alabaster, the special gem, is saying just that. Look away from all the negativity 
and looking down on yourself and know that you are very precious inside and you can activate that preciousness and do good for yourself and others. You can give yourself self-compassion. You can be gentle with yourself. And and also know that sometimes you are broken open, just like the alabaster box is broken. Sometimes we're broken, but we're able to come out bigger and better. And so that's the message of alabaster. It's about transformation. It's about rising up. That's awesome. And with that being said, are there moments in um, your life where you feel that you need the services that you provide to your clients? Yes, I think that we're all wrapped up in this humanness where we're impacted when people pass away, uh, if we get disappointed in any kind of way. And so there has to be a continuous wellness and recovery plan for all of us, whether we're a police officer, a therapist, military officer, whatever title we have, we still are wrapped up in humanness and we're subject to all those human feelings. And so, yes, it's nothing wrong with working on yourself and having a continuous wellness plan uh, so that you're already prepared. You already have a coping skills toolkit to help you when, when these situations do arise. Okay. So that wellness and um, mm-hmm. the hope from your yes. services is mm-hmm. good for you and it's good for your clients. Mm-hmm. I love it. And mm-hmm. um, I know that you probably use creative uh, methods sometimes in your, can we talk a little about, a little about the creative yes. practices that you use with your consultant? Yes. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I use cognitive behavioral therapy okay. because oftentimes that's where it starts in our thoughts. Our thoughts start to get bad, you know, where we look down on ourselves. We feel like we're not enough. We feel like we can't make it. We feel like everyone else is doing better than us. And so it begins with the Thoughts. And so I use cognitive behavioral therapy because our thoughts, be, you know, are connected to our feelings and our emotions mm-hmm. and drive our behaviors. I also like psychodynamic uh, approaches where sometimes you have to go back uh, before you can go forward. It may be something that has happened in childhood or something that has happened in adulthood that you're stuck and and just want to process that out and what it means for you. And narrative therapy as well. Solution focus. Sometimes people just need help right away and to help them sort it out and to come up with a solution. And many people uh, just need support, you know, mm-hmm. supportive strategies to help them. And then there are some people who just need someone to listen to them and they can sort it out for themselves. So there are so many different approaches. I like poetry writing, reflective poetry. I like uh you know, storytelling and narrative therapy and so art therapy as well. And so I use, I kind of tailor it to the individual, but the ultimate goal is so that they can get back to living life to their fullest. I love it. So you talked about storytelling, the poetry, and you are an author and you have some of those different uh, books. So let's talk about you as an author. And I know you've written several books. You've also contributed to several books. So let's just Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about some of those books. Yes, of course. My passion is my book, Alabaster Moments, Celebrating Moments of Healing and Transformation. But also another book that stands out for me is that I wrote in a book called Divine Feminine Awakening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pertinent for what we're talking about women and leadership, because Mm -hmm. just tapping into that 
that nurturing feminine energy that we all have, but also know that we have masculine energy and mm-hmm. that masculine energy helps us to, you know, balance out and build our business and, and structure processes for our life. And, and to know that we're just as worthy, you know, as male counterparts. And so Define Feminine Awakening uh, is a book that I really uh, love. You know, waking up as a female, it doesn't mean that you're weak because you're a female. But what it means is that you have potency and power. So I like that book. And of course, I like poetry mm-hmm. because poetry allows us to go within and open up and sort out our feelings or sift out our feelings. Sometimes weeds can come into mind. And so we want to prune those weeds out. And one way to do that is through poetry. Poetry helps us to express, to find our way, to find our path. And another book that I wrote in, which I feel is very pertinent, is Rising Above Narcissistic Abuse. Uh, You probably hear so much about the the word narcissism or narcissistic. And so oftentimes women find themselves with a person that just feels that they're so much better than them and they can't do anything right. And they're caught in this cycle of narcissistic abuse, which is very hurtful and damaging uh, if you're in a relationship with a person like that. And it could be even on the job, in a romantic relationship. It could mm-hmm. be a parent or anything. And so I really felt like that book was very beneficial. And so I plan to continue writing. One thing that I, I the way I look at my book is as a seed. And so I try to plant seeds. I, like I planted a few seeds when I was in uh, Cushada, Louisiana, my little hometown. I shared with Johnny Cox, my cousin, the little mayor of the town there, mm-hmm. about alabaster mm-hmm. moments. He he took a look at the book, he reviewed it, and then he purchased about 20 copies from me to hold a Bible study at his church. And so I've decided uh, just to plant seeds to try to help people. And of course, what I have affirmed from the since the beginning is that may the book reach uh, individuals who need it uh, when they need it the most. And another dream I think I talked about on the last podcast was having my book on the continent of Africa and Mm -hmm. a friend of mine, Claire, she went to Kenya and she gave a young high school uh, or maybe even a college graduate, a copy of Alabaster Moments. So I'm just expanding my vision, uh, walking a path of purpose and just surrendering to what is. That is so awesome. So your book is actually on the continent of Africa now, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So yes. sometimes we have to see it and speak it. And a lot of times just writing it down as well. And mm-hmm. you never know when that moment is going to come for you. So that's an alabaster moment. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I call it closing the loop. You know, I've never been to Africa, but my DNA originated there. And so mm-hmm. just still passing it on, you know, on the continent. So I was real excited about that. Oh, yeah. And then where is the other um, uh, little place? Was that, off? Was that in Africa as well? Oh, you're talking about uh, Bioko Island, Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. I still keep <laughs> I, I still keep contact with um, my people on the island. I'm going to call them my people because they're my people. And mm-hmm. it's a uh, remarkable. Uh, we, we are indigenous people and we're just mm-hmm. trying to restore and reclaim our land on Bioko Island. And so on Facebook, actually, there's a, a group of us that are, some are working to learn uh, the language, uh, the Bubi language, because mm-hmm. that's the name of the tribe. And 
And others are just trying to preserve the culture. There's, there are several organizations just trying to preserve the culture of the Booby people. And the Booby people are remarkable. I was just, I'm writing in another book uh, called Going Beyond the Programming of Your Life. And as I was trying to think of what to say, I I just began to look at, you know, the Christian worldview because many of us are Christian. And then mm-hmm. when I think about how the booby people view how creation was uh, set up in terms of the moon and the sun collided and a seed fell in the water and out of that seed, man came out of that seed and then they walked upon the land. And so there's so much more to learn in life and so many more perspectives but we all grew up with our own perspective. And so right. expanding the vision and learning and also learning without judging, just, you know, learning new information. Yep. Just seeing how other people view the world. Mm-hmm. I get it. And actually there are, there were quite a few Bioka. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, Bioka Island. Uh-huh. Yeah. They joined the Coffee Chat Chat Facebook group after your Oh, wow. um, I cast interviews. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. So now tell the listeners how they can purchase your books if they would like a copy. Uh, the book is on Amazon, but also um, they can reach out to me on Messenger on Facebook uh, as well. But I would say primarily on Amazon or reaching out to me. Okay. So it is on Amazon or just and then I'll put it in the Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll do a link. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just on Messenger, if they say, hey, I would like the book. Uh, if they message me, you know, it'll be like 50% off, you know, what they would get it on Amazon. So they could just really send me a message. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys hear that? So you just message me, share, and then you'll get a 50% off. And I'll put it mm-hmm. in our Facebook Coffee Chip Chat group so you guys can. You'll have her information, reach out to her and get these dynamic books so that you can have, everybody can have their alabaster moments. And is there anything else you would like to share with us today, Sharon? Yes, as we are starting a new uh, moment in time called the new year, uh, I would just like to encourage individuals to you know, work on their purpose and work on their plan and set up more alabaster moments in, in their life, meaning more good times. It doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be just having a warm uh, cup of coffee, as Paula has on this coffee chit-chat, and -hmm. reading a book or just sitting quiet with yourself. I guess what I'm saying is take time to yourself and notice the great moments in your life, whether large or small, because that's what life is about. It's about living on purpose. It's about doing the things that you want to do, and it's about being gentle with yourself and having self-compassion with yourself and believing in yourself. That's awesome. So life is too short. Everybody needs to just kind of give themselves some grace and live life and live in those alabaster moments. Thank you so much for sharing. And we thank you again for being another um, time to sit with us on Coffee Chit Chat because we like to call you our Coffee Chit Chat expert. Yes. We appreciate all of your knowledge. And uh, you can follow Sharon on Facebook. Do you mm-hmm. have Twitter? I do, but I never know the handles. I, I have to get better at that. Okay. Uh, but my uh, my my website is the uh, is alabastermoments.com. 
Okay. So you guys, alabastermoments.com is the website and you can uh, website and you can purchase all the books and get all this great information that you just heard on the podcast. And I'm going to leave you guys with a quote of the week. It is by Oprah Winfrey. The world's most prominent women leaders show the importance of honesty, courage, impact, indecisive action in leadership. Stay tuned, um, guys, for another exciting episode of Copper Chit Chat on next week. Thank you.